Hello and welcome to episode 36 of Constructing Comics, a podcast building stories one page and one panel at a time. On this episode, we have an interview with Anthony Cleveland, creator of Show's End from Mad Cave Studios. Uh, Mad Cave Studios brings you Show's End, its very first series by two of last year's talent contest winners. Your writer is Anthony Cleveland. Your illustrator is Jefferson Sandensky. Show's End takes place in Georgia, circa the late 1920s. You also have a colorist uh, of Juan Gonzalez, who also worked on Battle Cats, and a letterer of Justin Birch, who also worked on Knights of the Golden Sun. So that rounds out your creative team. Um, Show's End is about a 12-year-old named Lorelei who seeks refuge in a traveling freak show struggling to keep their spectacle of live floats of, of spectacle and lives afloat. I'm sorry. Um, show's end will be available from Mad Cave studio on August 12th. So Anthony, why don't you uh, lead us off with a little background about yourself and your comic show's end. Sure. Sure. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Oh, no problem. Um, I started comics about, Two years ago, uh, decided to just do it all myself after getting rejected a few times. So I self-published a, kind of an issue zero, uh, like a pilot book uh, about a werewolf. And after that, um, I had the good fortune of getting selected in Alterna's If Anthology um, mm-hmm. so about last year, about two years ago. Okay. And then like pretty much right after that, uh, Mad Cave's Talent Search came up and uh, passed the script along for that. and had the good fortune again of getting in there. Okay, great. Yeah. So, um, the, um, I'm a little bit familiar with the if anthology was, was that the, was that the crime one that you were accepted into? This one was the horror one. I think the first one they did, no, the one before it was crime. So I was in the following year. Okay. The horror one. Okay. And, um, the the first comic that you did that, that was self published uh what was the the means uh to self publish that was did you did you do any crowdfunding was that uh kickstarter or anything like that no that one i wanted to do kind of all on my own i had a kickstarter project once and it didn't really go through so i felt guilty asking for anything else i think you should get one chance if you don't you know follow through then that's it so oh, that okay. one was uh all uh, uh self funded uh working a lot of uh, odd jobs, extra hours, off hours, um, to hammer that out, to hire the illustrator, the colorist, and then printing costs. That's another thing over there, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, so you also mentioned that uh, after the IF anthology that you submitted to the, to the talent search. Um, yes. And was that, was that, that was uh, that was that script only, or was there was there any art attached to that when you submitted? Yeah, for the writers portion, they were to submit a script um, sampled from their creators, either I think or uh, one of the books that they own, uh, okay. Battle Cats or Midnight Task Force. I went with Midnight Task Force. Um, the illustrators were supposed to uh, submit uh, another story on their own with their art to show what they could, uh, what they're capable of. Okay, so. Um, so for this book uh, and your, your team, did uh, and I, I know that reading this uh, sort of description of, of everything, 
the the artist seems to be from from that talent search as well. Do I have that? Do I have that right? Correct. Yeah, I think we're all from the talent search, um, with the exception of the colorist and the letter. They work oh, okay. on uh, previous Mad Cave books. Oh, okay. Uh, that that that's cool. Did you uh, did you have any chance to to look at the uh, the art uh, beforehand, or was it just sort of like, hey, uh, you're the winner of this category. This person is the winner of the other category. You guys are you guys are working together. Yeah, that's how it kind of went down. So everything with the story that I wrote, I didn't have anything um, set in mind as far as what the art or the color looks or mm-hmm. what's going to look in my head. And very lucky, this is better than anything I could like had on the page or in my head. Um, Jeff's artwork is great. It reminds me of like a like a hybrid of. I don't know, like old Disney meets like uh, Invader Zim or something like that. So it's kind of got that realistic spin, but it's got edge to it as well. Oh wow, yeah, I uh, I I can see that. I I didn't real. I, I mean, I looked at it, but that description you gave of it is 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 perfect. He, he's got like the, the stuff that we've had that uh, Mad Cave's put out so far is just like the tip of the iceberg. Some of that stuff, like his, his character designs, blew me away when I saw him. Like he can hook you on the page and keep you there for sure. Very cool. So this is a limited series. Uh, are you able to say how many how many issues it is? Yeah, we're got five right now. Five, five I wrote. Yeah. Okay. And a little bit about the the creative process. Do you um, do you get to see uh, things at every stage? Say like layout, pencils, inks, colors, lettering, or do you just see do you just see final pages? they try their best to keep me in the loop with stuff that's going on. Um, mm-hmm. They've got a bunch of other books they're jiggling. I know or juggling mm-hmm. and uh, I don't, I try not to bug them too much on it, but yeah, sometimes I get eager and I ask, but like what I see, like what he draws doesn't really have much effect on where I want to go with the story or where I did want to go with the story. It just, it all gelled very well. Very cool. Um, so they're, the the first time working with an artist uh was there any sort of uh communications that you had to have there where you might see a page and say hey um you don't really completely have that correct or were you guys lucky enough that um what you were what you were putting in the script was was being uh drawn on the page I did a lot of, I lurked on Reddit. Um, there's a comic book creator uh, Reddit on there and I lurked on there for a long time. Okay. And I saw there that they don't, a lot of illustrators don't like, you know, yeah. controlling them and like, that's not really my style anyway. So that was fine. Um, I reached out to Jeff um, and told him like, I'm completely loose, do whatever you want. Um, we got your back. And yeah, and <laughs> he's been running with it. He's been doing great too. Yeah, it seems like that's uh, that's sort of the sweet spot that everybody either hopes for or takes a little while to to work towards getting towards uh, or getting to um, to just sort of um, have that sort of uh, communication where um, the artist um, uh, sees in his mind's eye what you're seeing in your mind's eye when when you write it and when you're able to sort of achieve that that's that's a really good place to be at yeah if if i'm not seeing what they're drawing that means i'm not doing my job right i'm not describing it right that's the way i've always felt yeah Um, panel layouts is another thing i 
you know, let them run whatever they want to do with on that as well. That's the only thing that I think when I see it, I'm like, well, that's not what I had in mind, but that's okay. Okay. So, uh, sort of related to that. Um, and, um, so I, I write a little bit myself. Uh, if you ever sort of, uh, have sort of a camera view for, for, for a panel, um, do you ever say, Hey, this is a, this is a wide shot or, Hey, this is a close up, or this is a slight variation on a, a previous panel. If you, if, when you're writing it, if you ever see that in your mind's eye, do you ever, do you ever put that down or um, do you still leave that up to the artist? Yeah. My scripts are pretty tight and descriptive with that. I come from a background in film, so I feel like I can't shake that anyways. Oh, okay. Um, I feel like, I, yeah, when I write, I kind of write as I edit it as well. Or what I, what I think it would look like if we were to watch it on, you know, the screen. Very cool. <laughs> All right. So how about if we turn to a couple of, uh, general uh comics questions um i know that you said earlier that uh this has sort of been something you've been serious about for the last two to three years um so why did you get started in comics i know previously in this interview you mentioned that you you have a background in film so um was there a transition there was there sort of an interest and then you just wanted to pursue it yeah i I saw film was just difficult to do on my own okay Um, in the area i'm at like there's not a lot of uh support i can reach out to to help on a project so i knew that would be you know more difficult to do rather than uh writing a comic book and then hiring someone to illustrate it and then doing the lettering myself or hiring someone else to do the coloring okay that just seemed like the way to go i think uh it all started with that werewolf book i was going to make that into a short and I'm looking around and I'm thinking about corners I can cut to shoot this and do it as, you know, with the minimum amount of help as possible. And I just saw all these obstacles in the way. And I'm like, well, I'll try a comic book. And then I pitched to an anthology, got rejected, and then decided to just do the werewolf story all on my own. Okay. Uh, so related to that, I know that sometimes uh, one of the aspects of, of filmmaking is is storyboards. Do you see any correlation between uh, storyboards and films and, and a comic book page? Yeah, I, I think about that a lot because I've heard you can't shoot or you can't adapt a comic book like a storyboard. But I've seen that done a few times. Sin City is an example. That's basically a storyboarded out right there mm-hmm. um I, I think it's that i see i see it too similar i think the only thing that you can't do with a comic book is in storyboards is you have a uh, camera direction you'll have arrows pointing to scenes that you want to go to where you want the camera to flow to or what you want to show or reveal in comics you can't really do that you can break up your panels to kind of show movement okay but uh that's the only difference i think to me anyways okay all right. So, um, do you have a do you have a long history in comics? Was it something that was was part of your 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 childhood? Um, yeah, I think it's always been there. Um, I, I had some. I found some uh, books from second grade, and I was flipping through them, and it had a bunch of stuff that I storyboarded and handled. And so, I think it's kind of always been there. But it's mostly like it was all film characters: RoboCop, Terminator, things like that. Okay. Um, so not too much into comics. I always wanted to read horror comics and you go to shops and there wasn't a lot of horror comics for kids back then. Um, that was my genre I went to. 
So okay. I usually I usually stuck with like Starship Troopers, Dark Horse comics, Alien versus Predator comics, um, and Spawn and Image and stuff like that. Okay. All right. So um what are some of your uh with your film background, what are what are some of your uh your favorite movies or, or TV shows that uh do storytelling well? Um Breaking Bad's always stuck in my head. That, that one never goes away. I think that's just more recent. I think that's why I haven't gone away. It used to be Game of Thrones, but not so much with that series finale. I don't think that's stuck around. In. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, I think I come back to Breaking Bad a lot. I think about characters in their turns and where they go more so with that than anything else. Yeah. Um, actually, I've been th- not... Uh... Uh, kind of a, a cool correlation. I've been thinking about uh, Breaking Bad a lot. Um, I, a few podcasts that I've been listening to, they they've been they've been talking about Breaking Bad. And uh, for me, like uh, when I when I start to write, I I'm sort of like uh, I have this big idea, mm-hmm. um, and like I I'm focused on that. And a lot of times I have to go, hey, I need uh, I need to develop these characters and the character development in in breaking bad is is one of the best examples of 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 you know just a story arc even though like if we think about it like the whole time you weren't supposed to like walter white but you you kind of you kind of do so that like the way they did that was was pretty amazing yeah i think that's like the first show i really learned about how to write characters and the motivation you have to have the motivation you have to have the character in front of the character mm-hmm. and what they're willing to do to get that character i think is always stuck with me um yeah what they're willing to sacrifice what they're willing to i mean moral sacrifices or personal sacrifices or even someone else that they love to get to what that you know whatever that goal is okay yeah i uh, i agree with you there uh, so back to a little bit about uh, comic book storytelling. Is there something that you um, enjoy the most, like uh, like a page turn or uh, pacing, or is there is is there something that's unique to comic books uh, that you really enjoy in your storytelling? Yeah, I have a really short attention span when I read comics, mm-hmm. and so I never want to lose anyone. Like some comics have lost me in the past, so I try to like keep the page hooked. I don't really do a lot of uh, huge like one page reveals or anything like that. But yeah, I'll I'll hook you on one page with like maybe a dialogue off panel. You flip the page, you reveal and you see what it is or overlapping dialogue, things like that. Those are all kind of um, film techniques, you know? Yeah. I learned it first. Yeah. But I, I think you made a good point there. The, the, one of the things that you could do in a comic book page that you might not be able to do in film is that little bit of uh leading dialogue on that last panel yeah. um, that gives you a little bit of a, a description or a little bit of dialogue. And then it leads into the next page. Um, which I guess maybe you could do a little bit with a voiceover in a film, but really it's done, it's done pretty well in comics. So uh, it's it's better to see it in comics for sure. Yeah. Okay. Is there anything that you wish that was uh, 
done better in, in, in comics like uh, cliffhangers or um, just anything in general. There's very few that grab my attention now. I, I mean, like I said, I've got a, torch, a, a short attention span, so it's probably mostly on me. But yeah, there, there's not a whole lot of stuff that grabs my attention anymore. I, well, I like horror, so there's not a whole lot of like horror comics that set out to scare you. There's okay. a lot of horror comics that, um, that kind of blend the genres together, horror action, uh, horror fantasy, um, that kind of stuff. Like, you know, you got Hellboy, Spawn, even like Walking Dead's kind of a soap opera more mm-hmm. than a horror story. So there's not a lot of American comics that like set out to really scare the reader. That's the kind of stuff I'm kind of digging for. Okay. Um, so uh, we talked a little bit about your um, creative team, but uh, let's talk a little bit more about the, the, the idea um, from your story. Is it something that you've had for a while that you've sort of kept in the back of your mind or was it something that you, that you, you, you had very quickly once the, the opportunity was presented to you at the, at the talent search? Yeah. Yeah. The latter. Um, Mad Cave had a list of IPs that they showed. And one of them that was about, um, I think just a circus in the 1920s and their acts were actually their power. So people would fly through the air if they were trapeze artists, things like that. Um, I said, that kind of caught my eye. I'm a big fan of uh, the old uh, uh, 1930s Freaks movie. So I said, you know, that, I could run with that. And that's kind of close to the horror genre. And I told him, like, yeah, if I did it, I would probably take a kind of a horror approach to it. Okay. And the whole idea gelled really fast. Um, I think we had one meeting and I told them that. And they told me to come back with some more ideas or just share what I had. Uh, to add to what they had and yeah it gelled fast i think it was just overnight just staring staring at the wall uh trying to think of something i could bring in and yeah that all came together pretty quick very cool yeah um so with that um did you if you as you as you've made this a uh five issue series um how did you expand upon um, looking at that IP that was interesting to you? Um, and I'm sure it gave you sort of like an initial burst of creation, but from there you had to, you, uh, I'm guessing you maybe had to expand the story um, um, from that to, to get it to five issues. So, so how, did, um, how did you go about that? There really wasn't a story. They just had the setting and the okay. time. So the circus in the 1920s and everything else um, is what I brought uh, for them. And luckily they liked it and we've been rolling with it since. Okay. All right. So also related to that, um, when you, did you, uh, did you have the ending in mind when you, when you started or did you have uh, like ideas you went into it and then, and then the ending came to you? Um. I think when I wrote the outline, the ending wasn't quite there. I knew what I wanted to happen. Okay. Um, but like the last few pages really stuck the landing. I think that's the, the fifth issue is probably the strongest issue. Um, and that kind of gelled together as I was writing at the last, like kind of a sign off that I did um, with the first part of the series right there. 
Okay. And you said first part of the series. Um, so um, I don't know if I'm reading too much into that. Uh, did you uh, leave uh, plot points open that could continue the story past these five issues? Or is this a self-contained um, five issue series? Yeah, I left it both ways. So if, you know, we're lucky and, you know, people enjoy the comic, maybe we could come back to it. Okay. But if not, it, it, it's a nice um, one-off right there, just the five yeah. issues. Yeah, and I think that's a, uh, uh, I think that's a bit of a challenge sometimes for, for first-time writers um, uh, to, to find, again, to find that sweet spot where you, you've told a story, um, you've made a complete story, uh, but you've also um, left some, you've left some story to, to be tell, uh, be told. Um, so uh, that's, that's a skill to, to be learned. Um, did you have any, did you have any difficulty with that? Or was that uh, something that sort of came to you? I mean, I knew there would be bigger questions I couldn't answer at the mm -hmm. time. And I just, I touched on them a little bit to tease them, but I just kept it on, like, focused on the character struggles that were going on in this arc, I guess. And if you keep the story smaller, I think it's easier to do that way than not have the giant story in the background. Okay. So is there anything else you, you want to cover about uh, Show's End before we, we, we talk about some other, th other stuff? Um it's a ride. It really is. It's, um, it's got a fast pace to it. I think people are going to be happy with it, especially that final issue. I think people are really going to enjoy what they read with that, especially if you like, um, I keep saying horror, but it's not really a horror book. It's more uh, dark fantasy, um, dark carnival, that kind of stuff, that kind of genre. I think people are going to get a big kick out of it. It's, it's a good summer book. Cool. Cool. Um, so do you have any, uh, do you have any plans? Uh, I'm assuming you probably do. Do you have any, uh, any plans, uh, beyond this, uh, anything that you're, you're working on that you can hint it hint to that, uh, you have in the, in the pipeline? Yeah, I'm working on a, another, uh, series for a publisher I worked with in the past. I don't want to say too much about it right now. Understandable. Then, uh, another one I'm working on is a web series. I'm doing kind of a, I guess it's a cyberpunk light um, story about dreams in the future. Um, that'll be a webcam coming out, I think, in July um, with Rebecca McConnell. Oh, okay. Um, are you putting that like on like a personal website or are you like doing that through like, like a, a webtoons or anything um, similar to that? I think it's something similar to a webtoons. Um, we discussed it briefly, but um, she's mostly handling where it's going to be published and stuff like that. Um, I'll be looking for hopefully a publisher that enjoys the book and will want to put it out. Um, printing and stuff like that is what I'll be looking into for it. Oh, okay. Very cool. Um, so do you have any uh, resources or uh, like favorite books or, or tools that you would like to recommend to anybody who wants to, to make comics? Um, that subreddit I mentioned, I think it's um, Comic Labs. Uh, I'm not sure you'll have, to, you'll have to look that one up. 
but that's where I learned most of my stuff. Just if, if you have a question, ask it for sure, but just, you know, read the comments, read what people are posting, see what people are looking for. And they'll also post up, you know, resources. Uh, this is a free website. Check this out. It shows how to write so-and-so, or you want to learn how to draw, um, check out this video, things like that. Um, I think that's where I learned most of my stuff. I think that's, that's, all of where I got my start, I think. I don't think I'd be anywhere without that little subreddit. Okay. Yeah, we will. I, I will definitely do a search for that, or um, have you uh, send me a link for that, and we'll we'll put that in the yeah. the show notes for anybody who would be yeah, interested. And in, in even if oh, I'm sorry, even if they, people don't, or, or uh, let's say uh, established creators, that's a good place for to find talent to hire for your book. Um, it's a pretty uh, popular. Not usually um, busy subreddit, so it's a good resource right there. Okay, great. Um, so I think we've we've covered a lot of that book, your your start, and stuff that you're you're hoping to do in the future. So is, is there anything you want to cover before we bring this to a close? Um, I think those are the big books right there. Yeah, things that are coming out soon. Okay, great. All right. So um, I want to thank you uh, for, for being on this episode. It was, it was a lot of fun. Um, why don't you let everybody know where they can um, give you a, a follow on social media so they can keep up to date. And as I said earlier, um, this book is being released in, in, in late August, August 21st. Um, is it is it in previews now or will it be um, previews is three months in advance, right? So yeah, the the previous code actually comes out tomorrow. Oh, uh, the previews. So, yeah. Okay. Well, send that to me, or okay. I'll, I'll I'll look that up and I'll make sure that uh, when I prom- when I post about this that that we put that uh, we put that in there. So um, so that's part of it. So that that's cool. But I. I th- what I was hinting at there earlier is uh, for you to give your social media so that you can make sure that uh, anybody listening to this that wants to make sure they get their hands on this book uh, can do that. So I'm going to turn it over to you to, to shout out your social media. Sure. I'm on uh, Twitter and Instagram at ant underscore Cleveland. Um, I also have a website. It's www.anthonycleveland.com. I update it sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I hear you on the sometimes updating the website. Okay, great. Um, so, uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to this book. Um, I will, uh, I will be, once you give me the code, I'm going to be telling my, my local comic book shop to, to, to order it for me. Um, appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah, no, no problem. Um, so, I want to thank you again and I want to let everybody know that if they want to see uh, any more images or, or keep up to date with this, um, they can give us a follow on Twitter. We are at ConstructComPod. There's there's no ING there. It's just ConstructComPod. We are also on Instagram at Constructing Comics Pod, and we have a Facebook page, which is facebook.com forward slash Constructing Comics. And there we will be um, 
be sure to promote this this comic. So I want to thank everybody for uh, listening to this episode. And Anthony, why don't you uh, why don't you say goodbye to everybody before we uh, sign off? Yeah, see you, everybody. Uh, see you when the show starts. All right. Thank you so much.